You're listening to Creators in Saigon, a podcast based in the rapidly modernizing city of Saigon, Vietnam. I'm Dana, and together with my co-hosts, Tuesi and Nico, we interview the most inspiring creative entrepreneurs Saigon has to offer on topics about life, relationships, creativity, business, health, and more. We are all coaches specializing in different areas, but our common goal is to inspire you to reach your full potential in these areas and improve the quality of your life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Creators in Saigon. I'm really excited for this episode. Today you have Dana, Tuesi, and Nico. I don't think in the past few episodes we actually ever said that we were doing this rotation thing <laughs> where sometimes one of us isn't there and there's only two of us and then the guest. But yeah, just to clarify that, we basically did that because it was just too many people having four people and too many hosts and probably super uncomfortable for the guests being interrogated by like three different people. So yeah. Intense, intense people. And then, and, then, yes. and then we started missing each other. So we decided to do an episode, the three of us together. Yes, yes, exactly. So this one we're all really excited about. We are going to be doing a yearly review or reflection. So taking a look at our year of 2020 and what were the key learnings, key takeaways, what were our proudest moments, our lowest moments, all of that good stuff. And we think it's really important for people to do this. I'll say from my ends, because for me, I actually have never really done this before. I, I've always kept a journal and I've always kind of looked back at my journals from the year, but I never really sat down and, and fully kind of analyzed it or thought about it. I kind of just kept going on with my life. And I actually had a lot of resistance doing this activity. <laughs> I literally waited until last night. To last <laughs> Tuesi, on the other hand, has been doing this for the past three weeks. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> I have a little bit of catching up to do, but Either way, if you're like me and you're like, shit, I just want to take even just like 10 minutes, even like the smallest amount of just pausing and reflecting mm -hmm. on your year, even on your past week, like any little bit helps, I think, to just give you the kind of data and information to move forward, making better decisions for your life, implementing better habits that you might need. What would you guys say is your reason for why it's important to do this actually for me it's also the same it's like the first time i'm doing it I, i used to do it in the past like smaller versions because you always need to plan ahead but i was doing it for the business mm -hmm. i was not exactly doing it for myself even if it was my own business mm -hmm. i was still like following this you know like oh we gotta do this because it's business it's more serious and then we don't take our personal <laughs> you know ah. things We just mark it down somewhere and it becomes a journal, but it's not actually, you know, like a proper review and, and you don't put goals for yourself. And I feel this is also why most of the resolutions that we have for the first year somehow fail mm -hmm. because we tend to take them more like as a journal or a challenge 
And actually, if you use some of those tools, the yearly review thing that we can introduce now, I think it can help you go further in terms of like exactly what you said, habits and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's the main reason why I was really interested to actually do it. Yeah. JC was the one who introduced it to us. He was excited, like, <laughs> like a kid before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was an opportunity because this energy, obviously, we are here to catch it. And uh, I'm actually excited to introduce it mm -hmm. uh, to people, but also uh, for myself, because now the only thing I want to do is, you know, plan, like keep, keep this for 2021 and next year having this done in actually in one night, but efficiently and, and properly. And because all of this exercise mm -hmm. uh, done yeah. uh, a day after days for mm -hmm. 2021, I guess. Yeah. And for mm -hmm. you to see. For me, I was like, There is a reason why I was so excited and I've, 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 I've been pushing you to, I think I've been pushing about a lot of people. I sent it to everybody when I, when I discovered it. I'm very adamant about like, this I'm because <laughs> for me, it was a very important step. Last year, I used, it was a guy named Ali Abdal, a very big YouTuber. So he had his Notion template on, on how to review your life. And I started it on the last week of December. And I couldn't finish it. It gets, it gets very personal. So that's why it's so heavy mm, to review yeah. all the... And I was coming out of addiction and everything. It was just so like, so in-depth of, okay, now it's time to gather your garbage and throw <laughs> your garbage and then analyze your garbage bag. And, and I couldn't finish it. I was like, that's oh so my God. <laughs> But then I got to the part where at least I could set some of my intentions and goals. And so I wrote, I think, about six or seven of them. And it was the first time in my life that I did it. And, uh, and I managed to knock them off one by one in the, in the first six months just because I wrote them and it was there for me to see. Mm. And uh, for me, it was one of the first times that I put my, my thoughts and my words and my intention into words. Mm -hmm. And I had someone to keep me accountable for them, even though she didn't really keep me accountable for it. But I had the impression that someone was watching me, which was more than enough. And I got them all smashed out. But um, so coming into this year... When I discovered the uh, the template from uh, Steve Schlafman, so shout out to him, mm. I saw it, how it was so complete and everything. I was like really, really excited. And I was like, okay, last year it took me a long time and I couldn't even finish it. So that's why at the beginning of the month, I was like, guys, <laughs> just start working on it because yeah, yeah. it's heavy. And you don't want to go in depth about your personal life more than two or three hours per session because it's so painful. Yeah. If you've never done it, it's really, really painful. But literally, like you sent the template yeah. and, uh, and it started scrolling and it was not ending. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I need, I need an afternoon yeah. or in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it's good. It's the, for me, I mean, you owe it to yourself to document your life. So you have enough mm -hmm. data to, to, to do this process of reviewing the documentation. Yeah, yeah. So when you review it, you discover where your intentions was right, but maybe you didn't accomplish the mm -hmm. things or you didn't, proceed the right way and you can change the systems and you can change the structure mm -hmm. but you don't lose sight of of what you want to become mm -hmm. and uh, that's that's very very important so you know that's why we're doing this annual review so things get less heavy uh, but of course you need to have a system in place after that that you can document every day like journaling or anything and you can review every week you can review every month mm -hmm. so you keep on track So that's that's what I'm I'm excited. That's why this year I was so fucking excited. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I've done it and I'm like, I know my intuition is telling me 2021 is going to be good because it's structured already. Yeah, it's structured, easier. Mm -hmm. I used to be that guy. I used to be the, the basic asshole, really. Like, 
that goes January 1st, you know, <laughs> I'm going to prove to myself that I can do it. So I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to get a fit body, but no system behind it, no structure, yeah. no habits, no anything like this. Yeah. And then I would fail. And then I would not be accountable for that failure. I would mm. have reasons and things mm-hmm. and I would hide it. And yep. <laughs> it would feel, feed that bag of guilt. <laughs> and I would get, fuck it, whatever. Everybody's like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you had me, you yeah. had me behind that. Yeah. And I, I think know. that for me was the resistance because it's like you have to be brutally honest with uh, yeah. why you didn't do the things that you said you were going to do mm-hmm. and, and why you're not in the place that you mm. wanted to be or thought you were going to be. It's like... Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that's no one's fault but my own. <laughs> like, I have to look at my yeah. own shit. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh a lot of people, including myself, I would just write kind of a bucket list at the beginning of the year of just like random things or random mm-hmm. goals that I just want to check off. But again, like you with no systems or habits or anything behind it, no thought behind like, well, how am I actually gonna do that? And what happens if a, a problem comes up how am I going to work around that mm-hmm. and then and then it just doesn't happen and you get to the end of the year and you're like ooh what happened exactly. and make sure you actually do the same commitments but then mm-hmm. like, it's just, we, we're yeah, just trying to get you're trying to just go on willpower you're like yeah. alright this time this, yeah, time this time I got yeah. it Will, willpower doesn't get you far no. <laughs> yeah. it's like we're so it's the start yeah. it's, like, it's good for a start but yeah. it's like you need you need the proper engine the proper mm-hmm. fuel yeah. like energy and Engine. review system, this review system thing, like the one you're talking about, I think for me is yeah, very important to, to set, to think of setting up. Like even if it's maybe every day, two things like wins and to improve and eventually, eventually gratitude as well. I think is very important because mm-hmm. when you review yourself, like you need to look at things that you are, you know, grateful, grateful and thankful right. for because yeah. Uh, otherwise, like you just brutally, like you said, like <laughs> with like, yourself, with yourself yeah. with things that you didn't do, or you know, that with the reality of things, you know, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's very violent. So yeah, that's so, such a good point. Because yeah, yeah, when I like yeah, I was nervous doing it too. Because I'm like, oh man, I I did nothing this year. Like I really <laughs> felt like that. But then when I actually reviewed this year, I was like, oh wow, I actually did a lot. So yeah, yeah. it definitely helps with that self confidence mm-hmm. too, and being mm-hmm. like. Okay, there actually are some things that I can be proud yeah. of this year. Yeah, there's there's really? always and then you you owe it to yourself to be like I shouldn't have thought that way about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, exactly. like I I tend to put myself down so much. And when I started the review too, I was like, I mean, like, I've been saying to everybody, I'm retired. This this year has been like you know like I'm taking it easy and everything. And then I just after my milestone, I was like. Oh, I opened three companies. I yeah. <laughs> I, I I generated like you know this amount of business with the, with my girlfriend and did this all of this and and I was like okay actually I've done a lot of things you know and it's just the way I want to portray myself just put myself down or because I'm scared maybe still in my my old habits is I'm scared to disappoint myself or I'm never big enough to myself mm-hmm. or whatever so it's like very interesting process dude. it feels yeah. very good yeah. So I think each of us kind of went about it a slightly different way. Twacy already mentioned, and we'll put a link in the show notes to, I guess, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. the actual template. I, similar to Nico, I scrolled through and I was like, oh God, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I couldn't get it to download. So I just kind of did my own random thing. I, I basically just looked through my journal mm-hmm. journals for the whole year and... 
just read through them and what were the what were the milestones or key highlights of each month and what kind of takeaways and lessons have I learned and and then what goals do I want to go into 2021 so mine was pretty basic I'm sure Tuesi do you want to go into your process my my process yeah. so the it, it's it's easy because it's part of the template yeah. <laughs> So the, the, the template that I have from, again, Steve Schlafman, I hope I say his name correctly, amazing template that goes into five steps. Uh, the first step is moments and milestones. So you review your year in the milestones and, and, and the big moments. So I collected photos and I collected memories, whether in writing or in photo. I re- I'm repeating myself right now. <laughs> but it was good uh, to have a visual uh, timeline of, of my year. Yeah, the photos are such a nice, yeah. nice touch. Yeah, it's... Um, but just, uh, I think the, the first step is collecting enough. It's like you go in first and you go through your year real quick and you just look at the photos and, and you just look at those milestones just to put back yourself in that energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember the things. So then the second step is reflection and learnings. Mm-hmm. So after you de- document, you re- start reflecting. And uh, so you, I think some of his questions, if I go through it, was what am I most proud of personally and professionally? What new skills and habits did I develop? What were the biggest obstacles I overcame? And how am I different? Then there is the falling short, which uh, what goals didn't I accomplish? What I got in the way? And there is a list of questions like this, but the categories are uh, success and growth, falling short, people and relationships, health and wellness, lessons and themes. And that's one exercise <laughs> and each uh, category has three or four questions so it's like it's quite heavy so that's exercise exercise two then you go into exercise three it's the current life assessment so you have to score your life in about 10 categories so health family and friends love money career spirituality personal growth fun technology environment mm. and uh once you're done i think once i was done uh, exercise three which was most of the review i felt amazing amazing it's like i took the biggest poop in my life <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm not keeping this very high level <laughs> no it's like i, <laughs> I had, it was cleansing <laughs> yes. it's like i just went to the spa yeah. <laughs> no it, it was like it, it was like it was so good because and, and you finished the whole reflection and you know how do you feel about this and and which dimension you want to focus on and then exercise four and five dimension yeah exercise four and five or setting up 2021 so that's when you get really excited so Mm. exercise four intention for 2021 you set your intentions you talk a bit about what you want to move on from Mm -hmm. which i thought was was great to, Mm -hmm. to have reminders of this that you know rejection is part of life you have to reject <laughs> and you have to move on you have to eliminate and it's okay to disappoint it's okay to disappoint others mm-hmm. or to walk away from others just be clear and then it. set habits and behavior and then you have to observe your fears and potential ob- obstacles and then relationships and then exercise five is planning for 2021 so those are very much goal settings mm-hmm. and um and so once you're done this, plan and goal setting, yeah. once you're done this it's complete you uh you clean your year off um, and then you're ready for uh, 2021. Yeah. That's good, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, so, ha- I'm so- going to have to redo mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is so good. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, the, the questions are really good Like for this method, so I followed the same. So reflect on 2020. First question is? 
Allez. What are you most proud of in terms of what you've accomplished and what type of person you've become? Too easy. <laughs> no. Okay, so what I'm most proud of, so three points, my notion system, which I talked in my interview, which is the, the life operating system. I'm very, very proud of this because it allowed me to uh, finally install discipline in my life. And, uh, you know, just to have that system, just to have that discipline, I felt at the beginning of last year that, uh, not the beginning of this, this year, year. we're well, not last year, at the beginning of this year that I could, like, you know, start learning new skills. And it, I was very confident about this. And I'm at the end of the year now and I've seen so many things that I've installed in my life, you know, in terms of habits, in terms of routines, morning routines, shutdown routines and all those things. And I'm able to See now, it. yeah, and I'm today and I'm, I'm teaching that, coaching people and I'm making money out of this. And I was telling me yesterday that I, 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 said, I said this to my staff back in September 2018 when I was transferring the company onto Notion. I was like, you know, one day I'll be teaching this and I'll, I'll try to make money with this because, you know, this is the tools of the future. And obviously not everybody was thinking the same way. So I'm obviously, yeah, obviously fucking proud about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The second thing that I'm very proud of about is my relationship, obviously, with uh, my girlfriend. Because, you know, like, I when I came to Vietnam, I also came out of uh, a bad relationship. I was engaged. But when I met her, I, 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 told, I remember telling her, you know, like, I don't know, because she was like, oh, but like, you know, you're 30, 34, you had so many girlfriends before, you know, you know so much about relationships. And I will, if there is anything that I know, really, as a former asshole, is I'm very experienced at bad relationships since I failed all of them, you know. <laughs> but what I can tell you right now is I'm coming with new definitions. So, you know, for me, the definition of love is trust, friendship and respect. And that's what we want to do with this relationship. So it's been a year and a half and it's been amazing so far. So I want to continue that, obviously. And then number three that I wrote is one thing that was very hard for me to do before is was walking away from projects that were draining me, mm-hmm. walking away from people or, or things that didn't ignite my passion or just my interest in the long run. So just being able to, to like not say being strong, being strong or just like to put myself first. Again, mm-hmm. like it's, it goes always back to that notion of self-care where like it's like, you know, it's okay. It's okay to disappoint people, but you you can do it in in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a right way to do everything. Mm-hmm. You just have to take the time to express it the right way. And you know, sometimes there is friction, but every time I've done it this year, there was friction, there was problems, but I came out feeling so proud of myself because I didn't betray myself, mm-hmm. and that was one thing that I that I kept on living in before. It was like. I was so scared of disappointing people. I was seeking validation at all time. And I would always come out feeling that I was betraying myself every step. So this year I put on those boundaries that I've promised myself to put. And it's been very good. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. It's good. That's the three things that I'm the most proud about. And is that something, the boundaries, like that you started doing mm-hmm. this year? Or is it something that you have tried to do in the past? And you've like thought about it, but it mm-hmm. never really happened for me it's it's also very recent still for me because i've learned about you know the whole empath boundaries emotions emotional intelligence probably around like you know mid 2018 mm-hmm. and then like the boundaries for me was very much my addiction because i was so antisocial at that point 
But even then, like the people that I was surrounding myself was not good because they kept me within my addiction. It was a very bad, you know, like drug. Circle. Drug circles is drug circles. People will make the reasons to continue doing it. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, you know, being very good friend with your dealer is never a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I, I, I put in practice all of, all of the, the knowledge and, you know, putting in practice knowledge is a very important step that I've learned to start doing in mid-2019. So it took me a year. And then I really didn't really put it in practice until I got my Notion system put in place, which was at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the knowledge of knowing that you need to do something is not enough. Mm-hmm. Having the guts to decide to do it takes the most energy. And having the courage to review what you've just done <laughs> is... It's really hard. So, mm. But once you get through one loop of that and you see the effect that it has on your life, it, it feels very good. Mm. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dana? I am proud that I feel like this year I just got to know myself better than I ever have in any other year, which is interesting because I feel like in the past like I don't know six years or so I've been like I'm an independent woman and like (laughs) I don't need anyone and I know what I want and all that kind of stuff and then it was just like wait do I know (laughs) have I ever actually sat down and thought about it Mm -hmm. so this was really the year where it was just digging into what are my values Mm -hmm. what are my strains who am I like the learning about human design was super impactful for me and just learning about how my energy can be different than other people's energy and just understanding that we don't all operate on the same type of energy and it's okay for me to be how I am. And I think going into 2020, 2021, I'll have to keep reminding myself of that. And... I'm also proud that I I almost moved back to America probably in August. Mm. I was just feeling really down here and really just like, oh, I I felt like I wanted to escape, but I recognized that feeling because I've had that feeling in the past and I have ran away to a different country and escaped. And then when I got there, realized that that doesn't solve the problem (laughs) and that there's actually shit underneath that I need to work on. It's called baggage. Yeah. (laughs) And that happiness doesn't live externally in some Mm -hmm. far off distant land. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, I was like, nope, we're going to stay here. We're going to give it our honest shot. And I feel like I'm so glad I did that because then I met you guys. I met so many other people in the process and just so many things have happened. Perfect. I have to hear that. Mm -hmm. It's, um, for me, it's always, uh, you know, since I met you, I was like, it's so, it's so interesting to see your evolution. And I I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good, uh, observation because like, I think before you came to Vietnam, you were professional at acting strong Mm -hmm. and acting strong doesn't make you strong. You Mm -hmm. just act at the bar, but like Mm -hmm. to be strong, you have to dig so deep into your weaknesses and everything and understand them so I think I think that's what you were reacting to in August we were like okay 
Now is the last piece of my act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Again, that like getting honest with yourself, yeah. like actually looking yourself in the face and being like, mm. you are literally lying to yourself. <laughs> like, stop it. This year you're proud of, you bought a mirror and, yeah. you, and you actually looked at it. Yes. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> yeah. And similar to you to AC, I feel like there was also a lot of growth in terms of setting boundaries and just being more aware of what kind of energy I want in my space and knowing that I can, I can reject it if I don't want it. And also just listening to my own voice in terms of, again, knowing what I want, knowing myself better, because in the past I would rely on other people to just make decisions for me. Like Mm -hmm. I thought that everyone knew better than I did for myself. So I was constantly seeking like, what should I do? What what do you think I should do? What Mm -hmm. do you think I should do? Just asking everyone, expecting them to give me the answer, the right quote unquote air quotes, (laughs) right answer when there really is no right answer Mm -hmm. and it's different for everyone. And so just Mm -hmm. proud of myself that even when I had people, a lot of people telling me what to do in many situations this year, Mm -hmm. I, could feel like in my body, no, that's not what I want to do. And I just chose something different. So that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Nicole? Yeah. So um, for me, this year was a very big transition for me. So especially in terms of like everything actually, like professionally and personally, but I've, I'm really proud that this year I've got married with a uh, Tam. And so mm-hmm. now I can say, like, I, I even can't say it. Like, it's like, I'm a married man, you know? <laughs> say it one more time. Yeah, I'm a married man. <laughs> and so You're married to who? To <laughs> Tam. So yeah, like, that, that changes everything, honestly. Because to me, I was not necessarily a fan of, you know, like, getting married and, 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 and having to, sh- like, share. I don't know, like, I was seeing it more, like, as... I'm losing my, my independence, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, I think even my parents, they were not necessarily pushing to this because they, they got divorced when I was eight years old. So I was seeing that and I was, at the same time, I was seeing them like they are not bad parents, right? So I was mm-hmm. like, I can still have a happy family even if we are not necessarily engaged. But now, like, I have a different vision about it. Like, I'm not saying I've changed or or anything, but the fact that we discussed about it and we just signed that paper after six years of relationship, it helped to settle down, you know, and, and I feel like I can actually start, you know, with a stronger foundation because mm-hmm. we are two sharing the problems. I'm not alone anymore, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, we are two brains to, to do things in a better way. So I feel like... Um, Actually, I feel like stronger, of course, and I feel like I feel like the love is stronger as well, and I feel protected by by this. So I'm really proud of actually that. I didn't know like just signing a paper would you know change that, but <laughs> I, I like yeah. to say, like it's a six year work as well uh, because we've, we've been through a lot, and and this year is something like I think both of us are really proud of. You know, and obviously like, we couldn't do the the ceremony, so officially like we can't exactly say it especially because yeah like in vietnam you have to respect the the tradition so i mean everybody everywhere you have to respect the traditions right but in the family they accept the marriage only if we do the the ceremony so we're gonna do it as sap you know (laughs) but yeah for now it's 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 pending process but still emotionally and personally i'm really proud of of that achievement Mm -hmm. and professionally i've reviewed a lot of different things because i had my business that shut down and and yeah like i'm proud that like i consolidated this learning system and this review system and this this yearly review is actually the proof that it's working because I used to paddle 
a lot. And I have a lot of energy, so I can paddle like forever, you know, and um, against the current on the river, down the sea, like I can, t- I can surf if I want to. I can go super fast and everything, but I use not to look at where are the people around me, how everybody, how everything is doing in my, in my project and everything. So this learning system and this review system helped me to actually be like, okay, we are here. And even if I'm there, I need to go back, come back and, you know, like take the time. Take the time. Yeah, exactly. Take the time to gather everything and do, like we move on stronger. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, this is, this is everything that I, I've done this year. Like it, it was consolidating that, like my routines, daily rhythm. And I think this year, like I some sort of pause and look at, look back mm-hmm. at things took time to extract the best mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I still want to do that because it's not finished good, good. actually yeah I had a question about 2020 it's like what would be the three words that you that would define 2020 mm-hmm. if you have if you have like you can take time to search mm-hmm. for it but I think there is a there is a question about that and it's a good question yeah. I know you don't have it Dana and we are just so we will uh, start and Dana you uh... yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wrote uh, mindfulness Yes. Mm. Compassionate systems and discipline structure in general, full of love mm-hmm. and introspective. So mindfulness practice. So in terms of meditation, breath work, exercising, all the things you know, like mindfulness in general, I think was quite important to just you know like be in the present moment. Um, so that's what mindfulness is for me. To be aware of my body, to be aware of my emotions, to be aware of all of this. It's a, it was a constant communication with myself. So I think it goes back to introspection. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I, I really went back within, you know, because to understand all my past trauma, all the, you know, the reasons so of the addiction it was like a lot of like introspection. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. So I know that, you know, going back inside is, is always there is it's it's an uncomfortable but you get used to it and it's it's like a drug i don't know if i can say that but like it is kind of a it's something that i'm very happy to go back in every day especially when i know now that i i had a few couple couple days off or things like this i'm i'm always happy to know that i have my mindfulness practice right there mm-hmm. to go and have a check-in with myself and not be dragging like, yeah yeah I, I would never do it before and my bag of shit would be so full that I would just leave it to the side and be like, yeah, whatever, you know, and then it will be overflowing. And it actually gets worse, yeah. Yeah, and then I would go and go and get smashed. <laughs> Thinking that, you know, if I get smashed and I forget everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, compassion, I think compassion was one of the, it's still one of my motto in life where I think compassion was very important for me to, uh, to listen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you yeah. For me, compassion is to listen to people until the very end, to understand or to try to understand their emotion uh, or how they feel about what they're saying until the end, and to do the same process with myself. So, self-compassionate systems and structure is because okay. I feel like it was the uh, it's a balance of things. Before, I would be all like when I talked about spirituality or anything that relates to something so fleeting as emotions or something that people can't see then we come off as the people that are a little bit out there, you know, the new hippies and things like this. And so now with my notion system, is like, okay, well, if you don't understand mindfulness yet or you don't understand emotions or anything like this, then start with the system because with the structure and the systems, you will be able to extract your intuition and all those results that we're talking about. But So it's a balance of two. Yeah. Um, 
the full of love is uh, I didn't say that but it's a full of, of self-love I fucking love myself this day. <laughs> so you know I'm, I'm proud of myself I, I love myself I, I love my mistakes and I love how I handle my mistakes did you write something? kind of I feel like I'm at a loss for what word I would put to it but mm-hmm. Do you definitely one would be something like reinventing or pivoting because I feel like this year I just was constantly <laughs> turning around hey I'm a podcast producer just kidding I'm a life coach just kidding <laughs> 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 like, not like every few months or just like nope gotcha <laughs> I'm already on to something else now so yeah, yeah, just <laughs> was like constant so something like that and then another one that I'm not sure what the word is but just with everything that happened with Black Lives Matter and just the political situation in the U.S. I feel like my mind was just cracked open and trying to understand the truth instead of just what I'm being told and sort of just mindlessly consuming information Mm -hmm. and mindlessly accepting what other people tell me is the truth instead of thinking critically mm-hmm. for myself of what do I actually think about that? Do I agree with that? The word empathy comes to mind in terms of trying to understand better what other people are mm-hmm. going through in that country and how they have had so many rights taken away and such just so much struggle that I, as a white person, wasn't fully aware of until this year. And... Yeah, so I, I don't know what the a word to kind of put on that, but... Empathy is a good word. Yeah. A good, a, a, empathy is like putting yourself in someone else's shoes, really, mm-hmm. and, and feeling what he's feeling, mm-hmm. or try your best at feeling what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. So I put three words. The first one was restart. Um, it's a little bit about the thing you said, Dana, but mm-hmm. also like for me, mostly because this year like I kept starting restarting starting restarting trying to figure out the in, the where is the key and where is the engine and where like, how, to, how to turn on this engine you know and and actually like it kept shutting down so um yeah this year was a lot about restarting things and actually i wrote down adulthood because mm-hmm. i feel like because i had the time to sit down and, and look at things i could actually be like okay what's important is actually to be you know more responsible stop blaming others or stop blame or stop hiding behind you know good results or things like that but just like you know be responsible for myself and be and grow up in terms of of, of certain things like especially like i want to keep learning things i keep saying that but then do I actually read books about it? Like, do I actually read books every day like, about the things I want to learn? Uh, I want to learn about a friend, like, but do I actually contact this friend and, you know, or this person that I'm fan of or whatever. So, like, I, I did a lot of things like that, like about learning, mm-hmm. about accepting the, the reality of those things that actually adults should do, right? So, <laughs> it's like in these terms, in this sense. And uh, I put fun, actually, because even if, of course, it was a difficult year and we had a lot of obstacles and things, I actually had a like a really good time with like my friends, my family, mm-hmm. uh, in my work, and and even yeah, even though we had difficult conversations, difficult decisions to make, mm-hmm. sometimes no decision came out of certain dis- discussions, but always fun. Second question, should I read it? Yes. 
What was the lowest point of your year? What did you learn and how did you grow coming out of it? Nicole? So that was definitely March, I guess. I remember making videos on my uh, hostel page about mm. like having to shut down the hostel. It was supposed to be two weeks reopening 1st of April. Actually, there's still the photo on Instagram. It's funny. Um, <laughs> because at that time, like, I really thought it would be just, you know, the matter of two weeks and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, but still, like, the borders, after that, like, soon after the borders started to close, and I was like, okay. And so that was the lowest point, I guess. But then after that, well, we literally started to work together. Mm -hmm. see, I was doing marketing, like, consulting marketing. That was exactly what I was like part of what I was doing in the hostel. So I was just transitioning, helping me to keep up. I was still working on my health and, and a lot of different things like about, you know, work, work life balance and things like that. So that, that actually, like I decided to focus on that instead of focus on work. And that's where we started the meetups afterwards. And we started to reconnect with, you know, people in a different way with more, I guess, kindness, mindfulness, empathy. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it's, it, it was really about that more about more than actually business. And yeah, I think in two or three months, I managed to just, you know, extract and then rebuild, reprocess everything. I'm still rebuilding and reprocessing everything. Of course, it takes time. But I guess that leads us to the, the mm -hmm. highest moment is actually, you know, happening now because mm -hmm. somehow I feel like, uh, I've learned from that mm -hmm, a lot mm -hmm. and have reviewed it, so yeah. we can move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think my, my answer is very similar to Nico. It was like the lowest point for me was March. Yeah. <laughs> when the first confinement. Right at the beginning, happened. get it over with. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah. When COVID started, like, let's talk about our best friend COVID these days, <laughs> uh, which actually, it's not a very, like, it's not a. For us in Vietnam, it's true, it hasn't been a. Um, a persistent presence uh, like it hasn't been, like you know I don't even think about it like right now we have some infected people in district 5 but like when COVID started in, in March we were going into confinement um, we were doing marketing for for uh, restaurants and cafes and they started shutting down then the company that I was uh, working with in Canada my, my tour company shut down my brother lost his job in France which was a very good job and everything and And when I saw that the the world the world was suffering from the same diseases and it was stopping the whole world, uh, energy wise too, it was very very weird. The first time you see Saigon, yeah, so empty. It, it was like mm. there was this uh, this very eerie uh, sensation, and I you know I remember just meditating and, and freaking out at the same time. I was like in in, in freaking out mode, like the world is ending and. The fuck, and I, I was on a, such a, a high of like managing the, 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 the projects and everything, and I was like, this is it, like, you know, like we have to find shelter, shelters, <laughs> zombie apocalypse, and all this shit. And I was like, okay, like, and, uh, and we were doing meal plans at that time with me, and I was like, and I, I went into this this thing, oh, I was gonna make $4,000 on that meal plan, and I was gonna oblige her mother to, to cook for 50 people every day. And I was like, such in a, in a, in a, a you know solution mode panic mode and I was I was on a panic mm -hmm. and uh, and then when her mom refused I was like okay, I guess I can't force my vision of the world to everybody here and then and that was the point where I was like okay Tracy just breathe that's the only thing you can do just shut the fuck up sit down breathe mm -hmm. and really just just let things 
happen and take things as they come. And it was a, a reminder for myself too at that point. That like the, the months of April, like when we started working together, you were working on six different projects. <laughs> and when we started reviewing that, yeah. I was like, to see you like there. <laughs> like, I, I know you can put a lot of energy and I know you're really productive, but like this I, is this is hard. I didn't say <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it at the, at that time. You were used yeah. to it though. Uh, yeah, I was like, and I was coming, I was coming out of a, of a year a year break. Really, I didn't work from like February 2019 until you know like December 2019, and then when all those it was for me, and I still think it's. It was smallish projects for me. It wasn't like taking a lot of time, really. Mm. But I was involving myself energetically too much mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And so the choices that I made at that point was like, you know, you can you can worry about the whole world or you can worry about yourself. Mm. It's going to sound very selfish, but I went back into self-care and I was like, you know, when we started working exclusively just you and me, I was like, one of the decisions that we made at the very beginning is that our morning is for ourselves. You know? <laughs> our routine is our routine and nothing beats that, you know? And, yeah, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was, and I've, I've had this rule since like, you know, mid of 2019 and I still have it now. Mm. Is yes, no, my morning is for me. Don't even fucking call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and so I, I did that and I installed, you know, after March, I managed to install everything that was reminding me for what I thought my system should be. And yeah, I'm pretty happy. To just have taken the time for myself. What are you doing now? Move on. (laughs) All right. Well, something interesting that I noticed as I was just sort of looking at the year as a whole and a pattern that I recognized was that every time I was at my lowest points for the month before that time, I was not keeping up with my habits. I wasn't (laughs) sleeping. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't. Mm The biggest one was not connecting with other people. Like I tend to just isolate myself and sort of turn myself away from the world. And those are the times where I get all caught up in my head and then like the negative thought patterns start coming on a loop and Mm -hmm. then it just gets like lower and lower and lower. So that was just really good to notice. Okay. So when I am like keeping up with my habits and things like that and connecting with people and and reaching out to people when I do need help, that like knowing that that I need that for my mental health is so mm-hmm. so important going into 2021. Being strong is to know how to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you learn how to ask for help, it's already like mm-hmm. the strong data is yeah. there. <laughs> actually, last episode, like we talked about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like this is being strong as well because mm-hmm. you open up to you know so the world yeah. the way you are. Yeah, the lowest point. I think there were two. I think when my sister was getting married in July and I couldn't be home for that, that was just like sad. And I think that's what started the snowball effect of wanting to go back to America because I was just like, oh my God, I'm missing so much. Like things are happening at home and everyone's moving on without me. And like, <laughs> what am I doing here? And like, why am I still single? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why is just like everything coming up and and then on top of that was when I so I also had to borrow a lot of money from my parents to pay off my credit card because it's something that came out of this year for me was what I felt like were a lot of financial mistakes in terms of investing in things that 
investing in things when I was at my lowest, most like depressed, desperate kind of point where you're just like searching for anything Mm -hmm. to feel better. And then Mm -hmm. you, and then you're presented with this business mastermind that supposedly has all the answers and it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is, this is what you need. This yeah. will solve all your problems. I'm like, Oh my God, it will <laughs> <laughs> put my credit card down $7,000 that I don't have. And oh, then wow. with all the promises mm-hmm. that you will double, you know, that income, mm-hmm. but not when you are like basically depressed yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and have no clue. And you're pivoting, pivoting every two seconds. Like that's not, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so always borrowing money from my parents was like my worst nightmare. Like uh-huh. when I would think about, okay, what would be the worst case scenario in terms of starting a new business was that fear of failure and, and sort of having to go back to my parents like, yeah, yeah. I failed. Like, can you give me some money? Uh-huh. And then it happened. So I finally just <laughs> accepted it and the world didn't end. Everything was fine. I guess <laughs> coming out of that, again, I guess just accepting help <laughs> when it's offered <laughs> to me. And I think the realization that the things that seem, the things happening to us in air quotes again, that seems so bad. It's really our thoughts about them mm-hmm. that make it so much worse <laughs> because yeah. my thoughts about having to borrow the money in my head was like, I'm such a loser. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I'm too old for this. I shouldn't be making mm-hmm. mistakes like a kid. Like, what am yeah. I doing when, you know, I could have had a completely different mindset about it. Yeah. That's it. Everybody has answered that question. Yeah. Yes. So the third question is, uh, what are you going to start doing? Stop doing and keep doing in 2021. <laughs> Shall I start, I guess? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So what do I want to start doing in 2021? What I want to start is having a better knowledge management. So knowledge management for me means to use the knowledge from the books or the things, the, the content that I consume in a better in a better way. Because I've seen the difference that it has made in my life just to read books or listen to books for the past two, three years. I made a list. I read, I read close to a hundred books in like two years. And uh, the past 10 years, I've had read like zero, I think. <laughs> so it made a, a really big, a really big impact on my life. And just with the things that I could remember and put into my system, it really changed a lot of things. So I want to have a better knowledge management. What do I want to stop spending on productive time on phone before and after going to bed? And then the things that I want to continue is um, investing my time and money wisely, optimizing and refining my notion system. I really want to continue my research and practice on meditation and breath work mm-hmm. and being a supportive and understanding boyfriend. Love it. I'll go. Nice. Start doing... So something I noticed was in December, I was feeling really burnt out again. And I think... Part of it maybe because I never really took full day off to rest. I would do kind of like, oh, I'll just work for an hour today, but then it never ends up being an hour. Then it's like three hours and then I have to go teach and it's like, okay, I never really mm. rested. And after these four days in Dalat where it was just like chilling, like not doing anything, I feel a lot more refreshed. So I think implementing being much stricter with myself about time off, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I've said that to myself a million times and then it never actually happens. So 
this year. <laughs> it's like, are you taking, you want to take one day off per week? Is it enough? Or you want to take like four days? I'm going to, I'm going to experiment. Yeah. I'm going to experiment with either taking one day off or taking like a four day mm. weekend every month. So I, I used to test that like two years ago. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Something I also noticed was the when I was referring to before about these financial decisions I'd made that I felt were not <laughs> in my best interest. Mm -hmm. I think the times when I made decisions that I ended up regretting later on were when I was making decisions from a scarcity mindset and a lack mm -hmm. mindset and doing it out of fear mm -hmm. instead of out of love and abundance yes. and safety. Yes, yes. So starting to really take a pause before I'm making some kind of decision and, and asking myself, is this a fear-based decision right now? Or is this a love-based decision? And how will this impact me long-term rather than like, am I just looking at this as a quick fix sort of band-aid solution? Mm -hmm. Keep doing would be keep journaling, keep tracking, just like tracking everything, like feelings, mood, diet, health changes. It's, it's all data that we can collect to analyze later. Stop doing really just a lot of toxic thoughts mm -hmm. <laughs> about not doing enough. Always comparing myself, like stop comparing myself to what others are doing and how much they're doing. I feel like I follow people on Instagram who are just these like powerhouses of energy and just are like, go, 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 doing so many projects at once. In a way, I like following these people because they do push me outside of my comfort zone to do more things that I want to do. But when it gets toxic is when I put myself down for yeah. It's how people present themselves too, you know, like it was like, a, it was a constant reminder for me for the past couple of years, like, you know, to know that when someone present themselves, they always present themselves in the best they can be or the best. It, they it's, an yeah, it's an yeah, act. Yeah. It's the, they're covering their fears mm -hmm. very much. So, and I would do the same. There's two or three things I want to stop. Uh, I realized I'm impulsive and I have a lot of anger sometimes. So I want to, take time to breathe more and to, to actually be more mindful yeah mm -hmm. and things that will continue thanks to Tracy as well like these morning routines evening routines listening to audiobooks like I feel like this has changed the game because <laughs> I never have time to sit down and read and buy books like you need to buy them mm -hmm. like I mean come on you know <laughs> you just need basically script it's like Netflix for books it's yeah. eight dollars per month and you mm -hmm. have unlimited access to different books so I mean like this has changed when I go back in between uh, for lunch breaks mm -hmm. you can learn at the same time than you do like things that take time usually that's good mm -hmm. so do we have a theme for 2021 or central focus I want to be a vulnerable alpha male investor <laughs> tell everyone what that means uh, I don't know so for me that it means that I want to show I want to still be vulnerable I think I've did a great job at being vulnerable throughout the whole year. I think my episode about my addiction was one of the most vulnerable points in, in this year. Mm. And to receive so many supportive messages and to not uh, see my life end the way I started in my mind with all my fear was like, a, again, a good reminder that vulnerability is a good thing. Showing vulnerability feels great. Mm -hmm. And showing to people that 
being vulnerable is okay mm-hmm. is what I, th- I feel a lot of people are, are waiting for. You know, the, the amount of message that I received that was like, it's so nice from you to like show so much vulnerability. You must have had so much courage to do so and all those things. And it's so inspiring. And this is what I needed in my life right now and all those things. It feels very, very good. Alpha male is, <laughs> is very stupid, but I want to, I want to be in the best shape of my life. Uh, yeah. whether it is. That's the opposite of stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is I want to, it's because the alpha male has that, uh, you know, but I guess, I guess that's why I'm using it. But I, like, I want to be, I want to, I want to be in the best physical shape, the best mental shape, the best spiritual shape of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try my best and like, you know, at least I know that if I get, I'll get as far as I can. At least. So I want to invest uh, financially uh, and time-wise in myself and in people. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, to be able to invest, which money-wise would mean that I have made money <laughs> and I have learned to keep it enough mm-hmm. to invest it. So that's what I want to become, really, just that person. Mine was similar in terms of continuing to up-level my physical, mental, spiritual health, wanting mm. to be in the best place in that too. I think the theme really is health and specifically for this year, I think more physical health. I think 2020 was a lot of mental health mm-hmm. work and focusing on mindset and therapy and things like that. And then this year is a bit more on the physical health side of things. Mm-hmm. And for me, so the theme, I guess, for 2021, I want, I want to start to be more like healthy and conscious about the progress I make. So if I intend something, then, you know, I have already a system in place to, to put it. So my theme is more like whatever I did for the last 10 years, whatever I did last year, so 2020, and then whatever I'm going to do in 2021, I want to be sure that, you know, I can extract these 10% that matters the most clear out the rest that is not important or not essential for making a, a, a further step mm-hmm. onto whatever I'm progressing on. And uh, yeah, like I, I used to think about it as a, like as a juice, you know, like you extract something and then it becomes essential oil. Like that's mm-hmm. the best sense of it, you know? And so yeah, you can spread it to the, to the room and to the people mm-hmm. around me. <laughs> Ooh. I've created a section. It's called My Message to the Universe. Ooh. So it's a bit like the theme for uh, next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah, like, what is your message for the universe? I can start. Mm-hmm. To live a life without regrets, dare to do the things you dream of. Mm-hmm. So this is your message to the people. Yeah. To all the people that say, ah. to, and actually, it reflects on like what Tracy mm-hmm. has done this year, what you've done as well, mm-hmm. what I've done, like... Um, I'm practicing this, uh, I think, for the last mm. few years. It's like, yeah, living with no regrets because you dare to do the things that you dream of. Yeah. Or you become the, the founder of your life. Yeah. So how do you... So, okay, so it was the first time for you too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So now that we've talked about it for for an hour and 45 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so let's let's go through how you, you two are feeling because it's, it's very important too because you've done it for the first time. It was a... A very heavy process and even talking about it today I'm sure like it was still emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> it was not easy but so now how do you feel about this whole process <laughs> okay I go I feel like I'm approaching my own journey with the same confidence than 
if it would be my own business like before. Like I used to be like, okay, next year we crush this, we smash that project, we do this, I'm hiring people, I'm firing this guy, you know. <laughs> you do those things, you know, in business. And then and here, like I feel this is what happened, what is happening, but for me first, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's really, it feels good. Mm -hmm. um, We're the most important business yeah, in our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, and, yeah, instead of just dreaming it, like it's, going back to my message to the universe instead of dreaming it i'm actually doing it i feel like for me right now i feel nervous that i will just repeat the same bad habits again like mm -hmm. the, the things i'm thinking of that i said all of 2020 that i was gonna do that i didn't do mm -hmm. i'm like oh what's stopping me from repeating that same pattern again but i do at least now i'm at a place where I can recognize that that is a potential thing that could happen and now I can take the steps to do something about it rather than just going into the year again completely mindless about yeah. these patterns that I've been repeating and not really being aware of it. It's What about it's, you to see? I think it's, it's important for me again, you know, I feel I feel still good about doing it because and it's only the second time that I've done it, but the you know, just to see Again, from last year's review to this one, it always feels good to, uh, it always feels kind of sensitive at the beginning when you start reviewing yourself. But then there is something so exciting about reviewing yourself because you feel so alive, <laughs> like you exist. Someone is listening to you and it's yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, I, what I would say is to, if someone is trying to do it and if he goes through the template is to try to do as much as you can do because he'll, no matter how little you do, it will bring you this little much clarity mm -hmm. and that's what you need to have to make an action plan for the next year so clarity, so clarity is, the, is the key word that's here. what I was looking for mm. uh, where you need to empty that bag of shit <laughs> you need to empty your garage and, and then you need to Be deal honest. with your shit uh, you know because you don't if you don't uh, and if you haven't done it before then it's heavy because you're gonna start reviewing your whole fucking life <laughs> mm. but stay focused on on you know at least a year and then if you can't like me last year I couldn't go through my whole annual review because it was too heavy. I I stopped it and I I jotted down a few action that I wanted, a few goals that I wanted for the next year, and then I started documenting my shit every day. And that's what I would really recommend: start documenting your fucking shit every day. <laughs> so the impact you got to start somewhere, and uh, you know, yeah. starting is very important. And you know, so in terms of what Dana was saying, that you know, you're I understand that you're a little bit scared that you're gonna I guess disappoint yourself again mm -hmm. but I think it's a it's a pattern that everybody has you know because no, not everybody does annual generally people don't do annual reviews the, the cool people like us before we don't need that shit you know <laughs> we're gonna go to the yeah, gym both. yeah January 1st I'm gonna go to the gym for one week and I'm gonna I'm gonna use up all the good intention that I had for the rest of the year in that mm -hmm. one week but but then when someone make yeah. me facing the, the reality I'll be like no but yeah I just yeah so <laughs> That's what, that's what the review is here, is to bring the clarity, mm. set up a system with accountability to yourself. So then when you don't get to, to do your goals, at least, and that's what I wish for everybody, you'll realize that you got halfway, three quarter of the way, or close to it, and it's so much better than nothing, than nothing. and disappointing mm -hmm. yourself, you know? So, yeah. and, uh, and the last thing, uh, on the, on the, on the review is the action plan. So, um, you know, that's the difference and it makes a big big difference for me is like when you come from a, a place of clarity and you set up your goals for the next year 
then then you're you have enough clarity to write up the first steps that you need to do what you need so the the thing is the resources that you need mm-hmm. you list already who can help you with this and then uh, you list your what you can visualize as your 30 60 and 90 days progress mm-hmm. and there is there is yeah. one section about the how can i create early wins and momentum yeah 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 like i feel this is very very important to congratulate yourself for achieving even if it's a small mm-hmm. achievement like yeah. Uh, sleeping at the right time and not using your phone for a week mm-hmm. like this should be celebrated somehow yeah. and shared with others yeah. that's the best way to keep going mm-hmm. yeah. a whole year is a long time it's, it makes me think about a question because I know a lot of people they don't make goals because they are like I'm, I'm actually making like you know they're gonna make too big goals or mm-hmm. too low goals so like they don't know exactly where is the, the balance so what do you actually recommend to set. If you have the proper review system, you can actually be like, okay, my goals were right at that time. I'm a different person with all the learning that I've done. Now my goals is going to be different. And it's okay. It's okay to change uh-huh. your mind. It's mm. okay to pivot. It's okay yeah, to understand to yourself more. Mm. But you got to have that process in place mm. where it's just not goal setting, but also be accountable for those goals. Be responsible and review them. Yeah. If not, you're fucked. <laughs> you're yeah, perfect. You know, so that's what I recommend. Mm. Yep. Good. It's our old value. It's our value system that does that. Like, if you change, like, the word change has been such a, a taboo. Up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, change, giving up. Oh, yeah, it's so associated. The, the word change way. for me has been a big battle last year. When people understand this stuff, they're allowed to change. Like, you're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to change the word change. Define it otherwise. But, like, changing your mind is the best thing that you can do for yourself, especially if you're thinking wrong for yourself. Yes. <laughs> then fucking change your mind, yeah. you know? And it's like, just do it. And, yeah. This whole year when I say I changed my mind, it's like she got upset sometimes. But it's like I believe strongly about what I believe until I stop believing in it. Mm. And then I change my mind. <laughs> but yeah. you have to, you know, be, mm. be passionate, but yeah. be willing to change. Yeah, I think this is the best advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well that's a good note to end on, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to our listeners, I hope this has helped you reflect if you if you haven't done a yearly review before maybe you would consider doing one this year we hope you do we're going to share the template actually yeah we're going to share the template so we would love to see how you guys go with that we are thinking about running a workshop for sometime in january because you know it's never too late to do an annual review Mm -hmm. Uh, symbolically it feels better to do it before the new year we're in vietnam so we have two new years so (laughs) we're thinking that you know vietnamese people also have the uh, yeah. you know the traditional New Year the Tet yeah but uh, it's never it's never too late to do a yearly review so if we started on the beginning of January we want to start doing this so I think we're gonna see the details of it we'll put a link in the description and then uh, and then you know the start time. start the templates and then if we do run a workshop it will be just to facilitate some of your pain points during the review and having someone else to keep you accountable so that's it awesome so. Have a great new year, everyone. You'll be listening to this on the 31st if you actually listen to it on the day it comes out. (laughs) Maybe on the 1st. (laughs) Maybe on the 1st. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We will see you next year. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Creators in Saigon. If you liked this episode, become a part of our mission to inspire others by leaving a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts and sharing this episode with your friends on social media. This one small act can truly make a difference in someone's life. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode 
and see you next time.